I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. Uh, if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, Ryan isn't with us I know, anymore. I'm sad. I miss him already. <laughs> it's okay. We'll actually have him back pretty soon. Um, not on next episode, but um, but yes, today we watched another out of the Inkwell short. I have been watching a lot of cartoons of the time, and uh, the thing is that most of them suck. Uh, the out of the Inkwell <laughs> series is one of the only ones that's brought me any joy. Um, so it's the one that we've been watching the most. Should we watch a bad one ever to compare? I mean, based on the Disney shorts I've watched so far, I don't expect the first Alice comedy short to be good. Um, and we're going to have to watch that. So this was called Jumping Beans. Um, and I will do a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis of it. Um, Max draws uh, the clown, who still doesn't isn't quite called Coco yet, into existence. Um, there's a little bit of shenanigans there, as usual. And then he presents to him a box of Mexican jumping beans, um, which he then proceeds to kind of torture Coco with a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then Coco plants one of those, which sprouts a beanstalk. And well, he digs... He he buries He it. buries one, and then Max, Max waters it. And then it sprouts into... Uh, beanstalk, which uh, Coco, at the behest of Max, climbs. He goes up there. There's some shenanigans. He comes back down, and he's unhappy with what happened above and decides to seek revenge. And some more shenanigans ensue. And that's the short. Yeah. What did you guys think of this one? It was fine. It was fun. Yeah, this is probably my favorite out of all of them oh, so yeah? far. Yeah. How worried were you when Max presented a box that said Mexican jumping beans? How worried did you feel in that moment that this might go places you didn't want? I was pretty resigned to it. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to have something to say in the house that hold up, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it turns out they didn't do anything with the Mexican part of it, just the jumping beans part. So. Yes. That was... It's very happy to see yes, that yes. because um, I haven't shown you guys, but the Fleshers certainly are not great about race as any other white man making comics, making cartoons at this time were. Let's get specific then. Let's talk about the story and the characters and story. It went a, it went a lot of places. Uh, I did not expect to go into space. Yeah, right? yeah I did. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite parts, though. Was... Yeah, no, that was fun. Uh, and then the the big headed thing in space was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I was worried at first. I'm like, is this a depiction of God? I don't think so. Though. I know. I was just like, is that? Because then we're he did. Going? The, of course, then he did the fee fi fo fun. Yeah, yeah, yes. What it was? I smell yes, a little. Exactly. Uh, a little ink bum. Yeah. Which yeah. was cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably not talking about Coco's butt, just calling him a bum. Yeah. But either way, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then he chases him a little bit. Coco hides and then he falls all the way back down. And then he's real ticked uh, with Max. So he creates a bunch of clones of himself and they go and like tie up Max and harangue him. And here's my question. <laughs> Does Max never pay attention to what Coco's doing? Because... I feel like half the time he just like draws him and lets him start doing stuff and then kind of gets distracted and does other things. I guess because it's like, uh, you didn't see him making all these 
clones. Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't. Not come until they started place? coming out. He did not seem to like have any reaction. Yeah, he's just like, oh, look what this guy's doing. Let's it play out, and then he's like, um, this might have been like, bad. Oh yeah, they can come out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I like all of the. Uh, power that Coco has with with a pencil or whatever, and that he can draw things into existence. Yeah, he yeah. he has the same power Max does. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and interestingly, this this time when Max drew him, it was a long string. Yeah, that was and a it was fun dangling, one. and then it turned into Coco, which was interesting. Did you like the string or the swirly from the last one better, as far as creating Coco moments? This I wasn't expecting. I mean, I knew that we'd get Coco at some point, but I didn't realize that that's what was going to come out of the string. Yeah. And then the string, like, snapped, and he fancied it into a couple of wigs, well, extra length of string. Yeah. And, yeah, it was cut. And then he, like, ended up using that leftover string to create I the black that. of his outfit. I that. That was outfit. so yeah, I interesting. Like I like the different hair, and then, yeah, it turning into the black of his outfit. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. You haven't answered. Oh, I don't know. I think I like the spinny one a, a lot. A little more, yeah. But I did like the coloring part of this one a lot. Yeah, let's... Anything um, more with story or characters? Or you have any animation thoughts that we haven't already discussed? Well, just to say with story, again, I really did like it. I, I like the beanstalk. And I started watching it because it was a really long climb. And then, of course, you'd pass <laughs> things. And it, was, and it was interesting because he did space it out. Like, I looked to see if, if there was the same leaves in the same order. But there was a little variation. Um, and so that was interesting. Yeah. And, and so it, since it was such a long climb, then it was a neat-looking little city up there. And then, again, it was so funny <laughs> The giant was so funny. This big with, head with big just like head. appears over yeah. the the buildings, and and then he jumps over the buildings, and his body is like way smaller than the head. So it's a really fun disproportionate giant. Yeah, yeah. It's like, does he live there? Because none of these buildings fit him. I and know. Fit Coco more. So like, where right? are all the people that would be there? I know. Yeah. I know. That was that was interesting. Um, but I the um. <laughs> part of me because Coco is such a scamp um, I enjoy seeing Coco <laughs> shivering and like being worried I mean because he didn't get hurt but he no. was hiding from the, the giant and then and then going down I didn't understand why he didn't climb down the beanstalk and I love how in this universe that he just decided to just jump off the beanstalk and then he fell for a really long time but, but then the other really interesting thing is when he hit the ground and it made a huge imprint of him and went into the ground. He climbed up with a ladder and then he just stood above and pulled up um, the, his, the, the ground, the ground yeah. to make it to make the whole again. go away. Yeah, it was, it, it was, I, I like that. Yeah. That too. was really neat, neat yeah. looking. It seems like Max Fleischer is ambidextrous. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. He was holding the string with one hand, and then he had to draw in details with his left hand. I thought that was funny. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I um, like that. I like the perspective when he was going to space of, like, looking at the Earth from beanstalk. beanstalk. Yeah, just that, and then the, the background. Which he did, like, three times or so, and it was a little farther away each time. Yeah, and then the background while he was going up. It changed sometimes. There was one like a little dog, uh, or a space dog. Some aliens. Uh, some different like, signs. Yeah, like lots available or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
don't know where I missed that one. There's just, there's a lot of different gags in the background. Yeah, I guess yeah. I just totally missed that. It was early on when he was climbing up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then when he was falling down, he, they were able to be more simplistic with the stuff in the back. So it's just like circles and stuff. Yeah, and they just kind of had like the darkness of it change to indicate movement through it. Um, I also just really enjoyed the stamp people that he created because then, you know, then Coco first drew a, um, you know, like a stamp uh, and then himself on the stamp and then drew a thing. But anyway, and then stamped onto the ground duplicates of himself. But that just looked really neat. Everything from the, you know, stamping to the the people coming off of the stamp. Yeah. Yeah. That was was neat. It it did get repetitive, but but it had the function of showing how much, how many numbers there were of them. So I I could accept it more. It was repetitious, but with a purpose. Yes. And then the other interesting thing was when they all came out um, and then they all started tying up Max. There was just the one creepy thing where he's laying, where Max is completely tied up, but he's laying there and the way he's looking, it just looked (laughs) Yeah, he's he's laying on the floor and it's just a picture of him. So he's not moving at all while animation moves over him because that was the only shot where they're like directly interacting in that way. And like, he doesn't really have the ability to like, have video with animation moving over it right now necessarily he just has pictures so it's just a picture of him like tied up he might have the ability it might just be a budget thing yeah but he's tied up on the ground and his his eyes just kind of like wide open and he's unmoving for like several seconds and yeah it just looks kind of weird it looks creepy uh but it was uh, but and there was you know there was a there was repetition in this but it was not as bothersome to me as as in other shorts because they had a reason and it would cut back and forth, like there might be a repetition, uh, repetitive movement of a group of the, the clones of Coco <clears throat> on the banister and pulling the string. But then it would show, um, cut to Max and advance how much he was uh, tangled and how many ropes were around him. And then, and then I enjoyed them, uh, and, and even at the end, just climbing back on the rope and going up and, and it strung over different things and then it eventually dropping down into the equal inkwell. Yeah. And I also, I have to just call out again, Max's like willingness to look ridiculous for the comedy of whatever short he's in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put Max Fleischer has fun. He does. Yeah. yeah like, like having to get tied up. just like <laughs> him struggling. St- him standing on the chairs while there's like <laughs> three or four different like ropes from different directions. So, you know, he has other guys off screen, like, pulling these for him while he's just like struggling on top of some chairs and you're just like i'm just like picturing the recording session of that and how silly it is yes i was most amused by his live action parts yeah and the thought of him doing that it was very funny yeah and i wonder what supposedly the coco and coco clones their ultimate plan was yeah. they were just gonna tie him up and leave him there i don't know <laughs> they're like maybe yeah. he'll die yeah <laughs> But then they wouldn't come to life anymore. But who knows? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then it ends with him pulling the string out of the inkwell. Yeah, I'm like, is he just pulling it out to get it out of there? Or is he hoping that he's pulling them up with it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it? Hold up. It didn't end up having any awful stereotypes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was, yeah. Nothing really, there's no ladies in it. It's just, it's basically just Coco and Max and then a little bit of a giant. 
Yeah, and if I had to say anything is maybe the technology part, him having to use a still photograph sure. is the only thing that doesn't hold up because that, that looks Yeah, that creepy. part just looks awkward. Yeah. Let's go on to our favorites then. What was your least favorite moment in the short? Probably that still image for me. Yeah, probably. Yeah, same with me. I'm glad yeah. you said that because, yeah, that's it's just just creepy looking. Yeah. Um. What was your favorite moment in the short? I guess I'm struggling around. I think that got the most laughs. Which part? Uh, where Max was struggling when he was tired. Oh, up. yeah, yeah. I think mine might have been uh, with the Fifi foam and the uh, and first just the head of the the giant yeah. and then coming out and then funny I mean just seeing the figure the big headed yes. uh, little um, giant ch- chasing him around and yeah I really like the imagery of of Coco like running up to these buildings and then this giant thing like comes up over them and him like backing up like uh like I don't know the imagery of it is pretty iconic for me. Um, I think that's my favorite, but like a strong, very close second to Max struggling on top of the chairs because it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was really cute. Who is your least favorite character of the like three characters? (laughs) Yeah. That's hard to say. Uh, I know, right? I know. I guess maybe I'll just say the clones just because they didn't have a... Well, no, I won't say that. I think I may still say Coco. <laughs> I'm not a Coco fan. Get wrecked, Coco, Mom says. <laughs> Maybe Coco, because the giant was, was pretty funny. Yeah, like yeah, the giant's yeah. fun. Yeah. Max is always fun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, probably Coco, but I mean, I don't I don't hate Coco. He's fun. Yeah, um, no, I don't hate him. He just is a bit annoying. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? I mean, Max, that was really yeah. funny. Max yeah. is so funny. Max. He Max. just, he has fun. I'm kind of And his, his like, shooing him up the beanstalk and everything. Yeah, he's just good. Yeah, when, <laughs> when Coco, like, is messing with the one jumping bean, he's like, get it away. And then yeah. Max puts all of them into the <laughs> canvas. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. And, and I didn't feel sorry for Coco because he does so many shenanigans. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, you deserve this, Coco. Right. But um, a really close second for me, though, was the giant. Just because the giant was the so giant's funny. funny. The big-headed giant is so cute. Yeah, funny. he's not there for very long, but he leaves an impact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go on to our overall consensus and rating. Um, it seems like we'd probably all generally recommend it, if, yeah. if, especially if you're watching shorts of this era. This is definitely one of the better ones so far. And yeah, and I would say if you were like, if you were just going to watch one of the Flesher Brothers, this has been my favorite so far. So it's definitely up there, uh, you know, on something that... Yeah, yeah. I think I think this and modeling are definitely my favorites so far, so... Well, I'm going to say 2.75. Yeah, I really liked it as cute. Oh, do I want to go three? I may have to go as high as three. Yeah, I'm going to go for three, and I would recommend it. Yeah, I guess I'll go with three as well. Yeah, I think I'll go with three. It's just a fun, imaginative, silly little short. Um, and I think I rated modeling as three also. And yeah, I feel like they're both good and in, in, in slightly different ways. But I think this is um the Fleischers making the most use out of their concept both in terms of the interaction between the the live action and the animation and just the imagination of what the animation can do that's a really good point I'm glad you said that because it was just a really neat interaction between the two of them um all right next time we might be doing a Felix the cat cartoon um i haven't completely decided but i think i might have found one of those that 
we can watch. Um, and on the next main episode, I already did the preview for that next time. The last time. See you guys next time. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.